Like everybody wants to rush in and just get from zero to a hundred real quick as the song goes. But there's something really important that we can't miss when we're dealing with people's lives. Welcome to Unleashed. I'm Alexi Panos, life, love, and business strategist, leadership trainer, entrepreneur, and philanthropist. And you found the place for getting real, no BS, tools, strategies, and inspiration on how to live your fullest potential, unlock your most authentic expression, and create a life and business that you're completely obsessed with. It's time to remove the chains that have been keeping us small. And it's time to live life unleashed. What is up, Unleashed family? Hey, hey, I'm back in LA after an awesome trip to Australia for the bridge and extreme. Um, I gotta say, it was amazing and just loved, loved, loved our rooms and the energy and the transformation. It was all just so next level. And I really missed my little guy. Kingston was at home, so I'm just super happy to be home and be all up in the mama vibes and the toddler vibes. Uh, It's been really great. But yeah, this week I wanted to check in and talk about something that I've been noticing for a long time in our industry, but it's, it's becoming rampant at this point. And I believe it is my duty to talk about it and speak on it and shed some light on a topic that I don't think many of us are talking about. But A lot of us are talking about behind the scenes, but not really in front. And I do think this is something that uh, for those of us who have been in the industry for a while, it's like a thorn in our side, Um, but it's also something that is necessary as the coaching industry grows and as transformation and personal development grows. It is something that is highly necessary, in my opinion, for us to remember and to ground in on. And that is the idea of the legacy of the work. And, you know, right now we're in a day and age where coaching is a huge industry and there's so many new coaches every single week that are popping up. And, you know, to, to one side, I'm in love with this because I want this work to get out to as many people as possible. And in my opinion, the more people teaching and coaching and facilitating this work, the more lives we reach and the more lives we change. And, That is how we're going to change the world, one life at a time. And I love that. However, it's being done with a a rush and an urgency to be famous, be wealthy, create a lifestyle. I mean, all, all the things that we see in all these marketing videos and on Instagram, that's really why a lot of people are getting into the business because they see that it is a way to be an entrepreneur, which is kind of like the new famous person, the new celebrity. But they also see that it's a way to have flexibility of schedule, flexibility of time, um, flexibility of location. You can kind of work location independent from all over the world. Um, So I feel like there's a lot of people getting involved for those reasons and not for truly loving the work. And I say this because there's a lot of people out there, first of all, (laughs) who I'm highly aware, and I've talked about this on a couple other podcasts, but highly aware that there's a lot of people out there who are straight up stealing people's work, including my own and the work that I do with Preston's. Um, Even though they sign contracts and all of the things, they're just straight up stealing other people's work without even giving them credit, number one, or without even training in the work and 
having the permission from the teacher to say, yes, you're ready to teach this. And this is the big thing that I feel like is missing in this industry is a respect of the legacy of the work. Like, first of all, none of this stuff is new, right? It's been around forever. I mean, when I say forever, you can read the Upanishads and find this in some of the most ancient texts that are around in the language of Sanskrit, you know, personal development and new age concepts and transformation and all of this stuff has been around for a while. The ancient Greeks would sit around and philosophize around life and what does it all mean? And, and to this point, nothing is quote unquote new, right? However, back in the day, and even still now, (laughs) there was a respect for the work that you would have to sit and you'd have to train under a teacher. You'd have to sit and mentor with somebody and truly almost give your life over to the practice of the work. You'd have to really show that you were ready to take on these important truths and this important wisdom in order to give it to somebody else. And we see that still showing up um, in certain spaces for sure, but we see it being bastardized in so many spaces that can be quite frankly, really dangerous to take this work into if you don't know that you can hold a container or as Preston and I say, don't open Pandora's box if you don't know how to close it. And that's what a lot of this work is. Like Preston and I deal with a lot of uh, deep trauma work and working at dissolving the wounded ego. And that decimates a lot, which is kind of the point of it. But in that, we know how to rebuild from that place. And if you get in and do the work to decimate, but you don't know how to rebuild, that can be really hard and that can be really troubling. And I think that what frustrates me about this um, and something that actually my coach said to me, which I love, he said, you know, I get that none of this stuff is new, but if you ever reference anything from our sessions, even if you've heard it before, but you're referencing the learning that you have from our session, just reference me. He said, because that's a respect and a lineage of the work. And it's like, fuck yeah, of course. Why would I not do that? Why would I not honor the person that gave me access and gave me insight into a deeper understanding of myself? Why not celebrate and say, oh, my coach, you know, he says this and I love this and it it had me reveal this about myself. And it's the same thing when I worked with um, one of my mentors, Scott Cody, who is the creator of the Institute of Embodied Wisdom. Preston and I trained with Scott for a while, and we trained with him because of who he was, how he showed up in the world, who he still is. He's just an incredible human being that is just really embodied in how he shows up. And we worked alongside him as students for a good portion of time until he felt we were ready to work alongside him as co-facilitators. Then we co-facilitated a couple of events together and that went really well. And at that point, we then asked permission if we could utilize some of the work that we learned from him to pass it down to our students. And he said, yes, with these stipulations. And that to me, it's like paying homage and respect to where we get our learnings from to me is way more about just like celebrating our teachers. It's about the work because here's the thing, like Scott had to train and study under his mentor, 
for an extended period of time in order to get that work approved to be passed down to him. His mentor had to say, yes, you are now ready. (laughs) You are now ready to facilitate this. So now here, I'm going to hand you this work with the knowing that you're ready. You're ready. You're ready to be with all the things that will come up around it. And that's the same thing with us working with him and us working with a, a bunch of other amazing mentors and teachers around the world. There's a, a training period. And it's essentially like, you know, if we think about martial arts, which obviously all of us have seen at least seen or heard of the Karate Kid or some sort of martial arts movie, whether it's, you know, a Jackie Chan one <laughs> or a Bruce Lee one if you're old school. But we get this concept of respect and honor for the work through martial arts. You have to earn each belt, and each belt represents a particular level of the work, a particular understanding of the work. And you can't necessarily just go and take a class and then go out and open up a martial arts studio and be the teacher. Yes, you can open up a martial arts studio and have other black belts teach and other masters teach, but you shouldn't be the teacher because you haven't taken the journey yourself. And this is my issue. You know, every single time I find out that somebody has blatantly, literally stolen my work, our work, Preston and my work with a bridge, it, it's like I go through this thing of like, oh, gosh, please, 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 please don't let anybody get hurt because the thing is when you, when you do something once in a workshop and you're like, wow, that was awesome and I got so much from it, hell yes, for yourself. But don't think that that means you're ready to take it out and teach other people. And I'm saying this as a call out to all of you coaches and all of you facilitators, including myself, all of us have such a depth of responsibility. We are not just holding workshops. We are not just coaching people. These are people's lives and livelihood. And if you can't carry them through the journey, knowing that no matter where they go, you're good. If you can't do that, and if you haven't been given the permission from the lineage of the work to use the work, don't do it. Don't do it. And, and to me, it's our responsibility as facilitators of integrity and transformation and personal development and living our best life. You're completely out of integrity if you're doing that. And, and this is my call. This is my call out to those of you who, even if you're doing videos and you just read somebody's book and you literally are taking a portion of somebody's book, a paragraph from somebody's book, and reciting it as a video, like, you know, I'm a book nerd. I read a lot of books. I can tell when you guys are doing that. I can tell because I read and I highlight and I study this stuff. And it doesn't mean that you can't be inspired by it because we're all under the influence of everything. I'm influenced by the flowers. I'm influenced by the sun. I'm influenced by conversations I have. However, just give it credit. (laughs) Like, what is the issue with crediting our areas of influence? And, And what I feel the issue is fundamentally is people want credit for it themselves. They want to be the smart one. They want to be the inspiring one. They want to be the quotable one or the tweetable one versus being a perpetual student. 
And in my opinion, when we credit our inspiration and when we credit the, the teachers that we learn from and the methodologies that we learn from, when we give credit to it, it really not only reveals that you're a perpetual student, which I think is such a beautiful quality to emanate as a teacher, but it also allows people to know that they can get there too. And it's a level of, it's a level of humility, but also a level, a level of like, ah, okay. So if I read, if I take more walks in nature, if I go to workshops, if I have a coach, then maybe my life could change too. Maybe I could be as inspiring as I think this person is. And I think it makes it so much more accessible to people rather than like painting ourselves as the guru. And I do really think that that whole guru archetype is dying. Thank God. (laughs) I hope it is. I'm like praying it is because the idea is not for a few of us to be considered gods and to be considered special. Like, yes, we're all unique, but none of us are special. And that's something I've heard from Preston, who heard it from one of our mentors, Betty Sproul. Um, and, and it makes so much sense. Like we're all unique, but none of us are, are more special than the other. And I think when we, when we honor the work, when we honor the lineage, when we honor our inspirations, it allows people to see that they can too. And I think that's what's missing in a world where everybody wants to be famous. Everybody wants to be the star and the influencer and have a hundred thousand or a million or 10 million followers none of that shit matters. Like, are you actually making it accessible for people to become their own guru, for them to become their own leader, for them to become their own source of inspiration? Yes, you can facilitate it. Yes, you can mentor them through it. Yes, you can help build a container for them to see themselves. But the idea is we want to lead the horse to water and teach the horse to drink. We don't want to shove water in the horse's mouth and go, here, I am the source of your water. You need me. You need me and all my programs in order to drink. That's not the idea. That's not actually helping people. That's actually hurting people. And it is our responsibility as anybody in this industry who is leading anybody. And when I say this industry, I even mean, you know, taking it even further out to religious movements. I believe it is our responsibility to hand people the keys to their own kingdom. Hand them the keys to their own kingdom and say, you've had these all along. I'm just going to illuminate them, right? So that they can open the door, so that they can navigate their own kingdom. That is our job. We are way showers. We are not gods. We are not gurus. We are not sages from the stage, we are way showers. And ultimately, we are showing people the way that we took. And we can't truthfully, in highest integrity, show them the way that we've taken unless we've actually taken it. And this goes back to training. Like, really make sure that you, <laughs> you've trained in where you're trying to take people. Really make sure that you can take them there. Make sure you can even take yourself there. Because if you can't even take yourself to the depths of your soul or the depths of your trauma or the depths of your success, you can't really lead people to the depths of theirs. And 
it's time we get really fucking honest about this because too many of us just want the, the light shined on us. We want to say, oh yeah, I'm an influencer. Oh yeah, I'm a coach. Oh yeah, I live in Bali or oh yeah, laptop lifestyle, whatever that is. And hell yeah, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I'm all for so many of us stepping into our power and leading, but doing it from a space of such deep integrity and, and willingness to be the student. And the student has no problem, no problem, no problem celebrating the lineage of the work because the work trumps everything. The work comes before the celebration of like, look at me, I'm amazing. The work comes before the money, like the work trumps all. And if you're not in it to truly respect the work, then you shouldn't be teaching the work. And that's real talk. So I know this was a heavy handed podcast, (laughs) but I got to lay it down. Like I, I really, I've been sitting with this for a while. Preston and I found out that, um, one of our students who took the ridge in Australia last, last trip, May, essentially opened up a workshop and is teaching our work and is teaching, and this is not the first time this has happened, but is literally, when we found out, is literally teaching one of the things that we had to train for an extended period of time and then co-facilitate with our mentor for an extended period of time in order to get that work passed down so that we could teach it and lead it. And this person did it once in our room, once, and now is leading workshops teaching it. And it's troubling and scary and frustrating, um, but it's not new. Like I said, this is not the first time we've heard this because we do a lot of stuff that most people in this work are not doing. Um, because we've trained and we've done a lot of work that most people have never even heard of in our industry. And that's why it's exciting for people. And they're like, Ooh, well, if I can teach this too, then I'll be different too. And then I'll be one of the people that are doing something different in the industry like they are. But the truth is you got to earn that. You got to put time in and you got to make sure that you can hold that container before you open that container up. And I just sat with it on the plane and said, you know what? I got to do a podcast about this. I got to let people into the conversations that are happening behind the scenes. And, you know, this is, this is real talk guys. Like for those of you who are kind of not deep in the industry yet, but you want to be for those of us that are deep in the industry, we know, we know who's stealing our work. We know who's out there practicing it. Cause we get people writing us all the time. I can't tell you how many of my friends in this industry And I have had the conversations around, oh, yep, just found out that this person took this for my workshop and this person took this for my course. Like, we know. And bottom line is, it's not, it's less about like, oh, they're copying and blah, blah, blah. And it's more about respecting yourself enough, A, to honor your own creative blueprint. Like, honor the fact that you've got some magic in your soul. You've got some like only you stuff. Going back to this idea of the unique, you are so unique and only you can teach a concept in the way that only you can teach it. So honor that, respect yourself enough and respect your creativity enough to not just, you know, carbon copy somebody else's work, like put your spin on it, make it yours, get creative. And then number two, respect the work enough to actually know if you can hold it. And if you got it from somebody, 
if you learned it from somebody, find out first from them if you have permission to utilize it because maybe they had to get permission from a teacher to utilize it. And that's the big thing. Like everybody wants to rush in and just get from zero to a hundred real quick as the song goes. But there's something really important that we can't miss when we're dealing with people's lives. And when we're dealing with work that can take people to the highest of highs, but also to the depths of some of the deepest darkness. And if you can't hold that, don't try and hold it just because you want to be that person. It's because you want to be considered awesome. Like you're, you're awesome if you have integrity with the work and you have integrity with yourself. So that's all. I'll get off my soapbox for the moment, but um, had to do it. Had to do it. Had to put it out there because at this point, it's rampant and, and too many of us think that we can just do this and we don't actually consider the, the intensity and the importance of the work that we're up to. So check in with yourself, you know, and again, this is not just for you. This is for me as well. Like we all get to check in with ourselves on a consistent basis and ask, where am I out of integrity with what I'm teaching, with how I'm leading? Where have I not been willing to go within myself yet? Where do I need to maybe get permission for some of the stuff I've been teaching or using or reciting? Or maybe it's just that you need to start giving credit where credit's due. And again, like give credit. It's awesome to be a student. It lets people know that they can too. And that is the goal. We want to build more leaders, not more followers. That is the goal. All right. I love you guys. If you enjoyed this episode, screenshot it share it on social media, tag me at Alexi Panos. Let me know what you are taking away from it. And um, hopefully I can share you out with my audience as well if I see that tag. And if you haven't taken a moment yet, it literally takes like two seconds, maybe not two seconds, maybe like a minute, but subscribe to this podcast, rate and review it on iTunes. That's literally like give it however many stars you want, leave a rating and review. And then you can screenshot that and send that to podcast at alexipanos.com and you will get an awesome little freebie back filled with tons of amazing courses and trainings for both your business and your life. Um, But that really helps get this out to more people. And that is my goal. I want to do really awesome, authentic, raw and real free content for as many people as possible so we can illuminate and wake up the world. So Hopefully you are hell yes to being a part of that. If not, all good. I hope you just stay tuned and stay awesome and keep living the work. So I love you guys. I will see you on our episode next week.